Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the 1987 official handbook of the Marvel Universe and, with a guest, and we discuss every character from Abomination to Zeta. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is the wonderful Courtney Payton. It's me! So today we're going to be talking about Archon. Uh, no idea who this dude is. Yeah. I mean, what do, you, what do you think his deal is? Um, well, usually when they name something Archon, it's some sort of angel. But I googled him and I see that he's some, like, He-Man-looking goober with a, with a Hawkman hat. Yeah. And fur panties. Yeah, they're definitely fur panties. And he also kind of has, like, he almost has pirate boots, which is a signal of this era. Are you looking at the same picture? It sounds like we're looking at the same Probably. picture. Probably. I don't think he appeared that often. I'm going to look up on Comic Vine real quick. Here's the one. Uh, Wiki is. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to look up on same Comic picture. Vine, yeah. which is a... He's got like some vaguely Indian-looking fringy boots with a hogman helmet and fur panties. and Does he have a backpack full of lightning bolts? Yeah. So, okay, so I'm going to go on Comic Find to see when he appeared last. Oh, apparently he appeared in Real World. Weird World. Um, really? Yeah, which is fairly recent, actually. Yeah. But no, he had... He was in Secret Wars, too. Yeah. How'd I miss him? So, huh. he had seven appearances in the Avengers and five appearances in Weird World, which would have been the entire run during the Battle World um, Secret of... Secret Wars thing. Mm-hmm. Oh! Oh, I did read about him. I didn't know his name, though. Oh, he does not look the same at all. <laughs> and he's actually a pretty cool dude from Secret Wars. Apparently, Jason Aaron, I think who wrote this. Let me see. Who wrote this? Because if this is Jason Aaron, that's right up his alley. Uh, wait. Who wrote it? Come on, just tell me who wrote it, Comic Vine. Yeah, Jason Aaron wrote him. Okay, that makes sense. That's right up Jason Aaron's alley. Uh, because what Jason Aaron likes to do, as we said before, is he likes to take characters that no one thinks about anymore and make them the oh, main yeah. character or a really prominent character, such as Orb, the guy who has an eye for his head. And Oh, yeah! He has him in everything he does. That's like his little like pet pet character and the thing is he can do whatever he wants with orb because no one's writing orb and no one cares and no one cares but him so he also recently did a thing i think in 2014 maybe orb should get a drug habit or orb uh stole the watcher's eyes and made it do something and basically it brought up a bunch of uh it, it was the original like, sin. Something or something specific? Something specific. Like, it basically brought up uh, hidden memories that people were kind of keeping away from people and revealing it to other people who was part it to. That's a dick move. Oh, no, it's a dick move, yeah. I mean, he was also with the Exterminatrix, which let me tell you something. Okay. Exterminatrix. I don't know if she's in these books, but I will definitely cover her because basically she's just a sadist with a sadist mercenary with a gun and she's in like full leather like like latex gear this is the wikipedia entry on this dude this under other versions this is awesome the entry says archon thundra and all of polamachus which is his 
home dimension, were last seen being wiped out by Krona during the JLA Avengers crossover miniseries. However, since this took place in an intercompany crossover story, Archon, Thundra, and Polamakis itself were all restored to normal when the miniseries ended. <laughs> Another thing, though, uh, Thundra, which I did not know was related to Archon, was in the Avengers for a really for a decent amount of time. Not Avengers, I mean uh, Fantastic Four for a decent amount of time. Really? Yeah. Here's a. She comes from a world where. She come from a land down under. Women are the dominant, strong people, like physically, and the men are the super weak ones. Didn't they do a Star Trek Next Generation episode about that? Yeah. Well, but, like, it was basically, like, a barbarian world where women were the dominant muscleheads. Oh, she's from Femizonia. Yeah, but good going, Stanley. You're, you're real good. You're real good. That was, that was a Stanley creation. Man. Um. Oh, well, that was 1972 is when she came out, so. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so, he is, Archon is a ruler. A citizen of Pomacus? Pomacus? Pelamacus? Polamacus is how I've been Pelamacus. pronouncing it. And, I don't know, he apparently worked with the Enchantress. He has a like, really complicated like history for someone who barely showed up in it's anything. It's like, it is super long. But, like, he's barely been in anything. So apparently this was a pet character for someone and they really wanted him to be popular. Or some poor editor at um on Wikipedia just had a real hard on for him. Probably. Apparently Archon manipulated the Scarlet Witch to Everyone manipulated the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Uh into To do everything. Including turning ninety something percent of the world into mutants. And then And wearing that outfit. Yeah. I, I, like lately though, it is better by a lot. Oh yeah, big lately. time. Like yeah. Um What? Okay, so apparently he got like atomic so he wanted to make atomic weaponry. So in order to do that because he's like a warlord type guy. Uh, hmm. Hence the fur panties. Yeah. He tricked the, tricked the uh, Scarlet Witch into saying a magical spell that transformed him to Earth. What? He kidnapped the Scarlet Witch with a group of <laughs> atomic scientists. Awesome. And he made a bunch, and then he made them make a bunch of high yield uh, atomic weaponry. Sure. Which then the Archon scientists use to, you know, that to make more of their own. And then, like, Thor... What? <laughs> I don't understand this! You're in seven issues of the Avengers! How do you have this much? <laughs> so, Black Knight was taken captive by Archon... Um while searching for the well at the center of time? What? Wait, so they were on... He, apparently he was an X-Men, too, because apparently he dicked around with Storm. Yeah, he dicked around with Storm for a bit. Also... What? Come on, y'all. Yeah. Oh, it was an X-Men annual. That oh, oh, that count. doesn't count at all. Okay, well... 
So, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of BS surrounding this guy that apparently someone really liked him, even though he's barely used. Yeah, jeez. Um, no, this is going to piss off a really hardcore Argon fan. Like, someone is out there, like, clenching their fists right now, just, oh, how can they talk about this well, guy? I'm hoping, he's so see, great. Like, my secret hope is I'm getting at least, like, one of those, <laughs> like, at least, like, a few, like, super hardcore Marvel fans, like, old school Marvel how fans. How dare you? He's so great. He has lightning bolts that are different colors and does different shit based on the color. Rah! Yeah, um... No, I'm I'm not kidding. That is his power. This man, he's six foot tall and weighs four hundred pounds. What? How? He is smaller than Ares. So is that like the sign that you're some sort of super being god? That you're not really that tall and like you really dense? <laughs> like maybe just people are made out of like white dwarf star material and that's it. All their bones are adamantium. So he has uh, three different type of energy weapons named his world. Uh, each of them are lightning bolts, which you can see on the picture I'm going to have in the show notes. Uh, and all of them are solid till they hit their target. Uh, They're called battle bolts. Thank you. Yeah. Wait, sometimes wait. Sometimes called D-bolts. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So they're like javelins uh one of that sounds like someone made that up trying to be cool in the 90s yeah well someone uh one of them opens up temporary portals between dimensions sure one of them has a explosive equivalent of 10 pounds of uh, tnt okay (laughs) and then he has another one that's just 20 tons of tnt Just exploding. Do you think he ever gets them mixed up? It's just like, oh man, I, okay, I don't need to destroy a mountain. I just need to make a hole in it. Why do you think he started color coding them? Yeah, he had to. Well, I mean, maybe, wait, maybe he wanted uh, a nuclear weapon one version of these. It's just like, well, this one's 10 megatons of nuclear warhead. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You want to carry that around in a backpack? Yeah, sure, you know. Yeah. So uh, Why not? let's um let's uh go to plugs, I guess. Follow me on Twitter at Starcasm, S T A R C H A S M. Hello, this is Jesse. I host this podcast as well as Turn to Page, a choose your adventure book podcast where I read choose your adventure book with a couple friends and we adventure and review and have goofs as well as Random Sampling, a podcast with the lovely Carrie, where we do talking things about random Wikipedia articles via the random article button on Wikipedia. As well, you can follow the show on at Alpha Flight Pod, as well as on Facebook via Facebook page on at the Alphabet Flight Facebook page. Uh, you can support the show by sharing with a friend and also sharing the links, telling a friend, or and rating, subscribing, and reviewing on iTunes, Stitcher, and your podcast catcher of choice. The artwork is done by the talented and wonderful Ryan Healy. This has been Alphabet Flight, and what's what's the thing that Thor says?
Does Thor say things? Uh, I think he says things. Yee. Yee. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>